y'all. It's Carmen. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I hope that you were having a great 2022. Did you set goals or perhaps resolutions for this new year? I heard today on the radio that today was forget your resolutions day. So I guess it's been a couple weeks since the start of the year and people's resolve is starting to wane a little bit and you want that cookie or you want to quit exercising or I don't know, whatever your resolution is, you may be tempted to give it up, but resolutions are good. Goals, having something to strive for is good. Um, I set several goals for myself. We've set some for our family. It's natural to think of new beginnings at the beginning of a new year. And I couldn't be any more real with you today without talking about something that we all have to come to grips with and perhaps even answer the question. And that question is, what do I do with Jesus? And so today we're gonna talk about salvation because that's what Jesus came to offer. That's what he is offering to a world that he loves, that he came to die for. And salvation is what we all need because we are all victims of a plague called sin. And we can't help it. It's just who we are. But God loved us so much that he sent Jesus. And so... Today, as we start this new series of episodes in this new year, I would be doing us all an an injustice if I did not talk about salvation and invite maybe someone listening today to ask themselves, what will I do with Jesus? The Bible talks a lot about salvation. One verse that I came upon is Jonah 2.9. And it tells us that salvation comes from God alone. We can't save ourselves. Parents can't save us. Our spouses can't save us. Our bosses or politicians can't save us. Luke 2.30 is part of an account of an older man who saw Jesus as an infant in the temple. And when Simeon, his name was Simeon, when he saw Jesus, he said, Lord, my eyes have seen your salvation. He knew right away that Jesus was the Messiah. He was the one that had come to save him. Luke 19, 9 through 10 tells us that Jesus is salvation and that his purpose for being on the earth was to save people from their sins. Acts 4, 12 tells us that salvation is in Jesus alone. No one else and no other thing can bring us salvation. And I love how 2 Corinthians 6, 2 says, and I'm going to read it. It says, In the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. So today is the day of salvation. Today is the day for you to perhaps ask yourself and come to grips with the answer to your question, to this question, 
what will I do about Jesus? There's no better time than to ask yourself that question. Do you have a relationship with him? Do you believe that God loves you? Do you know Jesus? Do you want to? I want to offer that to you right now. I want to tell you the gospel story. I want to tell you that it starts off with a perfect God in the book of Genesis creating us, man and woman, to have relationship and to be in community with him. But something happened that messed that up. Our sin separates us from God. The light of the right represents God. God is perfect, holy, and loving and has provided a way for salvation. In contrast, we are men and women who live in darkness because of our sin and because our sin separated us from God. Sin is more than wrong thoughts or actions, but a heart that is inclined toward evil. The Bible says in Romans 3.23 that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Apart from God's grace, man is without hope. The next part of the gospel story is that Jesus paid the debt for our sin. The cross where Jesus died is a picture of God's grace. God sent his own son, Jesus, to earth as a man, perfect and holy, and he died on a cross for you and for me so that he might take away our sins. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus took away our sin in his own body on the cross so that he could bring us to God. The Bible also says, probably one of the most famous verses, John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. There is nothing we can do on our own to pay the penalty for our sin. If we could, then God would not have sent his son Jesus to die for us. Only the blood of Jesus can wash away our sins. After Jesus died in a tomb, it was sealed with a huge stone and guarded by soldiers. Three days later, God raised Jesus from the dead, declaring that he truly is the Son of God and that God was satisfied with the payment for sin. Jesus then appeared to many people before returning to his Father in heaven. Jesus is the way. The only way we can come to God is through faith in Jesus Christ. Only Jesus has paid the penalty God demands for sin. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But just knowing these facts does not ensure salvation. We must respond to God's grace by trusting in Jesus Christ alone as the only one who can forgive our sin and give us God's gift of eternal life. Trust only in Jesus. 
the penalty for sin is eternal separation from God. But Jesus offers you the free gift of eternal life with God. We just need to accept the gift that God offers. The way we show or demonstrate our faith in Jesus Christ is by trusting in Him alone for complete payment for our sin. The Bible says that our sin is removed through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. So the question is, are you trusting in Jesus for your salvation? You can. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him, Jesus, from the dead, you will be saved. If you are trusting in Christ for your salvation, tell God by praying a prayer like this. Dear God, thank you for loving me. I confess that I have sinned against you. I believe that your son, Jesus, died on a cross to pay for my sin and that you raised him from the dead. I trust Jesus alone to forgive me and take away all my sins. I confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your gift of eternal life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, it is not the words of a prayer that save you. God saves you when you respond to Him in faith to His grace. If you trusted in Jesus Christ today, Jesus promises you in John 10, 27, and 28, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I will give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them from my hand. Friend, that's good news today. That there is salvation. That we don't have to live this life wondering what will happen next. Trying to save ourselves or just be a good person. Did you make that decision today? Did you pray that prayer with me? If you did, I wish that you would email me so that I can encourage you in that decision, so that I can give you some resources on what to do next. There's some next steps, and we will gonna, we're going to be talking about those in the weeks to come. Now, if you are already a believer in Jesus, if you already know Him as your Savior, I want you to begin today praying for and then seizing the opportunities to share the gospel. Tell your story and tell what God has done for you. When you share your testimony, it's as simple as saying, this is what my life was before God. This is what God did in my life when I believed on Jesus as my Savior. And then this is how my life is now after making that decision. Three easy parts of sharing your testimony. People like to hear your story, and it's going to be your story that makes the difference for them. It could even be your story that God uses, that the Holy Spirit uses to prick that person's heart to making a decision. It may even just be the first seed that's planted, the first time that they hear about how God has worked in their life, in your life. There's several next steps once you make a decision about salvation. And we're going to talk about these in the coming weeks. I'm excited. Brian's going to be joining me to have talk about these next steps. 
Number one, find a Bible-believing local church and get plugged in. Get plugged into a small group, worship service. But I want you to remember that church is not perfect. It's made up of imperfect people just trying to progress to become a little bit more like Jesus. The next, another next step is to make your commitment to Jesus public through the practice of baptism. Then begin a daily Bible study and devotion and prayer time. We will talk about that more in the coming weeks. And then it would be your turn to tell someone your story and pray that God would use how he's worked in your life to work in someone else's. God loves you, friend. Jesus loves you so much that he gave his life for you. I hope that you will trust him today. Today is the day of salvation. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the salvation that you offer through your son, Jesus. God, I thank you that you loved us so much that you look past our sin and you don't want us to stay in our sin, that you sent your son, Jesus, whom you love. And he took on the full punishment of, and the separation of all of that sin so that we could be with you, that we could be connected with you, that we could con- come back to commune with you. I pray for my friends. I pray that there is one listening today who has trusted Jesus as their Savior for the first time. Would you encourage them, God? Your Holy Spirit has entered into their lives, through their souls. Begin guiding them and strengthening them in their faith. And I pray for my friends listening who are already believers. God, I ask that you would give us all opportunities to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus. And may we be obedient and seize those opportunities that you provide for us to be a blessing to others and to shine the light of your salvation, of your Son. God, we thank you, we love you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me. And next week, tune back in because we're going to be talking about these next steps. What comes after salvation? And Brian's going to join me. My husband Brian's going to join me as we discuss these different next steps to continuing in your faith and this new journey with Jesus. I hope to see you then. God bless. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode. Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.